0: Welcome back to another episode of Come Over for Dinner. I'm so glad you're joining me today. I have a very special guest. Her name is Margie. Welcome, Margie.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: She has eight children ranging in age from 11 to 24
1: and a husband as well. I'm Mm -hmm. guessing some animals. (laughs) We do. (laughs) Tell
0: us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. Yeah, my husband JC and I, um, we have eight children. We do have a big old Bernie Doodle dog. And a fun fat cat that everybody adores at our home when they come to visit. Um, and we've got a barn full of baby chicks right now. My twelve year old is obsessed and a little really? homesteader. Yep, <laughs> she keeps us she keeps us cracking and in the including more animals, adding them to our little mini farm.
0: Is she <laughs> hoping to have eggs one day? Is that oh, the yeah. goal?
1: Yes, we have we have kind of hobby farmed for years and years. So. Since we moved a couple of years ago, my husband's been reluctant to get all of that to started and make sure animals. that we have infrastructure set up before we get the animals. Before but someone adds a cow, that's or not a the boat. Christensen <laughs> way. <laughs> we just jump into it and figure it out on the fly.
0: <laughs> what other animals have you had in the past?
1: Oh, oh we have. Um, we've had sheep. We used to have a pr- fiber processing business where we, my husband, made yarn and um, different products from alpaca and sheep farmers. Wow. Um, Yeah. So we people would send, it was custom processing, so they would send us their fiber, and then he would make that into yarn or different different roving and different things, and then send it back to them, and they would retail it. So we did that for a long, long time. That is so interesting. Mm -hmm. And you did that in Ohio? You came from Ohio? Yeah. Yeah. My mother-in-law started that company. My husband was helping her out while he was in seminary, and then... That's a whole nother that's a whole nother a whole thing. Nother life. Yes, yes. It is it's a whole that yeah, it was really neat. A neat ministry that the Lord gave us for a long time. And um during that season we had we lived on two acres. Our business was on four acres and it was just adjacent. So we had sheep and we would board a neighbor's horse for a time and we had goats and chickens and we uh raised meat chickens too. So we would butcher like a hundred chickens at a time. so anyhow, I have a my oldest son is now that's his dream is to have his own butchering company. so he's been working on that, and he slaughters everybody's hogs that have been <laughs> getting the itch to raise their own hogs this year. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So I guess that you had children when you were doing all the other mm-hmm. animals. And so they remember fondly oh, yeah. the farm.
1: Big time. Oh, that's fun. Yep.
0: What kind of hospitality did you do? I know you mentioned in Ohio that your husband was in seminary. Yeah. What kind of hospitality did you do
1: as um, a as a married young married woman? Right. Well, we um early in our marriage we my husband was a youth pastor. So we always had high school kids, you know, in and out and so In our youth staff, you know, having them over for leadership things and stuff like that. So, we've been having lots of people over often from the beginning. uh, There were a couple of years in Ohio where we hosted a house church, and our house made the most sense with all the families that were involved. And so, we hosted that every Sunday evening for two years. And so, we learned, we had to learn a lot of how to. Live our life in a normal, not chaotic way, you know, where we're always going. We have to get ready. We have to get ready, and just mm-hmm. kind of have a hard stop of like, okay, right now it's time to get ready and mm-hmm. prepare, so it wouldn't be overwhelm us. So
0: yes, yeah, but not always feel like every single day you have to tiptoe around and, living.
1: Exactly, which is easy are for coming me. Over that weekend, mm-hmm. I can get really particular about mm-hmm. the way I have it all envisioned and. Mm-hmm. And it it can be be a drag. (laughs) It can be a drag on everybody else of making mom's dreams come true. So, (laughs) like, prioritize family time and recognizing that it does everything does not have to be perfect. In fact, people feel maybe more at ease if it's not Mm -hmm. picture perfect always. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And here, where you currently live, do you have people over?
1: We do. We do about that. Yes. So our kids. um, We've got lots of older older kids now too and host kind of an open house dinner or lunch um on sundays twice a month so second and fourth sundays whoever do you, do you wants know to how come. many
0: are coming if it's open house do it, they rsvp or do you really just have we kind have kind of like, like a text thread
1: yeah. we okay. have a text thread um of people who have just frequented mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's really no there's actually kids that come from different churches even and stuff so it I don't know. It's kind of organically grown from that, and everyone knows that if they have, you know, friend in town or somebody new that would like to come, that they can just say, "Hey, is it okay if I bring so and so?" So we usually have a good um, idea. I think with my family, my son is married now, so we've got eleven of us all together, plus all of our guests. We have between twenty to twenty five. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the general norm. You know what people can make it.
0: Right. So yes, if you have a text thread, which is a great idea, mm-hmm. you have a general idea of numbers. And usually if you're cooking something, you're going to make a little bit extra anyway. Mm-hmm. You're not making the exact, you yeah. where there's not one bite of leftovers. Oh, exactly.
1: So. And I'll even tell them, um, Hey everybody, this is what I'm making. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of taken the pressure off in this context, you know, to not, it's not when you just have one family coming over, it is fun to be able to think through the whole menu and do dessert and do all the things. It can get expensive if you're doing it on the regular with that many people too, and so it's my inclination. Like I'm just like, oh, it's fine, I'll do it, and then I have to take a step back and be like, wow, our grocery bill is really crazy. Why (laughs) Um, I'm blown the budget. Yeah, but you know what? These kids actually love. They, I mean, they love to participate too. Mm -hmm. So they'll come over and start helping cook. And a lot of our kids' friends they have met while working at Tapped. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of neat that these kids are all really familiar around the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, they'll come I'm like, here, do this. do yeah, this. They're an expert
0: when it comes to flipping <laughs> yes. things on the grill it's or washing so... dishes or stirring a pot
1: of soup. <laughs> totally. I've actually watched um, a couple of young guys come in that don't really have kitchen experience, but because there were so many hands helping, they felt awkward and they were like, um, what can I do? And I'm like, I just inched myself out of the kitchen. I'm like, well, I guess I all that's covered. <laughs> there's no room the
0: for me. manager around room here for me anymore. It's <laughs> pretty so, amazing.
1: It's so <laughs> sweet. I love it. Um, but yeah, I also will generally say, and I mean, honestly, sometimes my, I make the decision on the menu that night before, you know, the night before I'll be like, mm-hmm. uh, we're doing this mm-hmm. and run to the store and grab a couple things, but I'll say, Oh, we're having pulled pork or, you know, whatever. And, um, if anybody wants to bring dessert or bread or drinks, Mm -hmm. and just speak up. Yes. And a lot of it you just kind of – trust the Lord for it too. You're like, there might not be dessert and that's fine. And it's fine. And maybe there's not drinks and I'll, we'll just fill up our thing with ice water right. and it's fine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: And college kids, that's something that they could easily pick up from the store. Exactly. Or if they're into cooking, that's something that's not hard or expensive. Yep. Bread is very inexpensive to make. A lot of people are into making bread Yep. and desserts. You can't, you know, I mean, obviously d- desserts can be very expensive, but you can also make them on the, on the inexpensive side. Exactly. Too, so no, I've had, I've had, I've had, Several
1: ladies that will bring young ladies that bring amazing things that were like, um, okay, well, let's just have a of bread girls, competition. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> like <laughs> A lot of girls grew up this.
0: loving the fa- their favorite thing to make was the dessert. Mm-hmm. So they sure don't mind kind yeah. pulling out some family favorites. Exactly. I always wanted to make
1: something with sugar growing up. <laughs> <laughs> my girls were <laughs> yes. I just left my house with my 12-year-old baking her own birth well, 13-year-old, she just turned 13 on Wednesday, mm-hmm. baking her own carrot cake for her birthday. Yes. (laughs) And I'm like, I hope everything goes okay.
0: (laughs) My daughter made her own cupcakes for her wedding. mm -hmm. And her own... Some, it seems like she made something for her baby shower and probably made something for her bridal shower. Yes, <laughs>
1: I know. She cracks me up. She's like, well, well, I
0: can make such and such. I I have time. Uh-huh. your own show.
1: <laughs> My daughter in law was said she was going to make her own birthday or wedding cake, and mm-hmm. we were like, um, at the last minute, we talked her out of it just because she went not have fun. plate, <laughs> but it was so sweet. She and her, she her friend had made or she had made her friends. Mm-hmm um, kind of cutting cake that they were doing. Yes. And then her friend did the same thing for her. And it was such a sweet, I'm like, you guys, I think you've just started a little tradition. Mm-hmm. We need to keep that ball rolling. That it's is a really sweet very gift.
0: Sweet. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And delicious. If, they're, I know. if they know their oh. way around a kitchen, that's way better than buying it from the store. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: So what is a favorite menu you might choose to serve for dinner?
1: So we have, there's probably several, um, yeah, there's definitely several. I had an idea that I was going to tell you that I think is really beautiful, and I'll give you the recipe for the Italian sausage soup. Okay. And it's kind of like a minestrone.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, um, and it sounds
1: delicious. Right, and you can throw pasta into it or not. And um but my kids told me, "Mom, we don't like cooked z- zucchini in a soup. Oh, the vegetables so, are turning them off. Right. <laughs> Which I suppose, depending on your crowd, it works out great. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have lots of little ones, or if you're bringing, you know, this meal to a family with little ones, it, it may not be everyone's favorite. Just for literally for just that reason. Um, but there's carrots and tomatoes and zucchini and fresh spinach that you throw in at the end, so it's like really pretty. Yeah, and um, healthy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Lots of vegetables. I got the recipe um, on our Homeowners Association newsletter <laughs> in like 2000, in 2000, 2021, I think. Or no, not 21, 2001. 2001. Yes. And, it's, and I am still friends with the lady that put it on that was like our president. My husband was her, like, was the vice president of that That's because great. he was big and he could just be her bodyguard when she had to go tell people, take her Christmas lights off in June. Right. <laughs> like you don't have to say anything just coming just back standing holding yeah.
0: behind her she was the annoyed one with those kinds of things so what else do you sir so your kids said eh, on yes the, on the italian did. soup. did you say italian wedding italian soup? sausage soup italian sausage mm-hmm. soup so what else would they recommend
1: so we very regularly make a tortilla soup um i call it Depend. It's I'm very flexible in the soup department. So it depends on what is all in my pantry. So it might be a white chicken chili, what some would call a white chicken chili. But then I'm like, oh, but I have these diced tomatoes. So I'll throw those in. And then suddenly it grows and grows. So it's not exactly white anymore. Maybe a Mexican style. Right. Exactly. So you really could do ground beef if you had it. But I will start off with Chicken breasts, and i'll I'll get like the whole big pack of chicken breasts. Mm-hmm. I can tell you my favorite tool. <laughs> I have lots of favorite tools, but the instapot is my friend when it comes to doing big soups, especially if you're doing it, you know, you need to throw something together in an hour. Mm-hmm. Season really, you know good, generously, salt and pepper. The chicken breasts, throw them in the instapot, put a cup of water, turn it on for fifteen minutes. If they're coming straight from the store, you can put them in frozen, honestly. If and this you, is the pressure setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just under pressure for fifteen for minutes. fifteen minutes. How if they're long raw. does that
0: typically take? Because I know the steam has to build up and release. So, or do you not? Do you yeah. manually release the steam to make I it manually, faster? I manually. It
1: depends. If, mm-hmm. I mean, depends on what I look. sometimes I look and it's like, oh, it's been on keep warm for fifteen minutes. But, right. um, but if you do it for fifteen minutes, if they're not frozen, mm-hmm. it will be. They'll be done through. Yeah, it takes maybe ten minutes to come to pressure. So in twenty five minutes. Yeah, I like I like that better because then it's actually sh- almost shreddable at that point. Mm-hmm. You could put them in your oven for maybe only 10 more minutes besides that 35 minutes to have them cooked about the same, but I think they're a little tougher. In the Sometimes oven. it depends. Yeah, mm-hmm. depends. If you have to just have it just right. Um, so I throw it all in the Instant Pot and then I don't have to think about it or forget, you know, even if you forget about it, it's going to mm-hmm. be fine. I often have chicken broth Frozen in my freezer in big Ziploc bags. Anytime we do whole chickens, I will throw the, all the carcass and bones and collect all that and then simmer those. You can do that in the Instapot too and make bone broth like way faster. Do you um, do that
0: under pressure or under mm-hmm. soup?
1: Yeah, I do it under pressure. I really don't use all of the settings. The I settings. just do.
0: I don't remember what I all know. of the
1: settings, but yes, I mean, I think that's the main <clears> one people use. Right. I, I think th- I found my little manual in the drawer a few. Months ago, and I was like, Oh, Oh. I have a manual for this thing. (laughs) There are instructions. I just wing it. I do. Or I Google everything. I was like, Hey, how long should you do a pork roast that's this big?
0: (laughs) Yes. I made the mistake this last week. I had a slow cooker for years. That's all anybody ever had before the Mm Pot was a slow cooker. When you're slow cooking on low, it really does get up to a nice simmer, but I can make a really good roast. Um, on doing us the slow cooker yeah. for eight hours on low. Okay. Delicious every time. I amazing. Bet. So I thought this past week, I'm going to do it in the Instapot. I need mm-hmm. to use it more. And so I, instead of doing the pressure, I decided, cause I'm gonna be gone to work all day. I need to do the slow cook setting on the Instapot. For eight it's hours. not as hot. It's not, it wasn't at all the same. <laughs> not at all. It was I guess it was cooked. It was super tough. It was not mm-hmm. falling apart. It needed hours longer, so I set it for more hours. Okay. It still wasn't tender hours later, and it was, okay. it was fine. Yeah. It was...
1: If, if I think I've done that before, and I just put it under pressure, like actually pressure cook it, but uh-huh. then it's hard to know
0: exactly how long. Yeah. I just realized it's not the same as no, a slow cooker. I know. Like it
1: doesn't heat up... Enough. I got rid of all my cro- crock pots when I had two Instapots. Mm-hmm. I got two Instapots for my birthday one year because my husband and my mom hadn't spoken and, like, you know, consulted each other. And then I showed Yay, two of them showed up Insta-pots. on my porch. And I'm like, woo. Everyone's like, we can return one. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want you to. Well, I when want to I sold, I either gave mine <clears throat> away or sold them in a
0: garage sale because I thought, oh, I have a slow cooker mm-hmm. function. It's the same. Yeah. It's not the same, no, guys. It isn't. It's, not it's the right. same. And I know listeners out there would be like, oh, well, you can do it under pressure mm-hmm. for da da da. You know, I'm sure. I can look that up, but I really wanted the option of being able to be gone for eight hours.
1: Yeah. Not have a pressure like it's gonna be done and you're not home. Check your temperature. In your crock pot or and you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or get a crock pot, but I'm curious what the temp- that temperature is. I
0: know, and I looked to see if I could set it higher, like up the temperature, but I couldn't Mm-mm. find any way to make it a higher heat. No, yeah, so it, way, yeah, it doesn't work good just, as a slow just cooker. Just FYI. I know. But back to your pressure cooked so, yeah. amazing chicken. So, so that's the just the broth. simple,
1: yep, dump. Um, I, I will do blocks, <laughs> my frozen blocks of broth, um, but I often will just do... Either quarts, you know, the quart boxes of broth, or even you know, depending because this is like a pantry meal. Like mm-hmm. this is something that I always have chicken breasts in my deep freezer. I always have, you know, all of these canned things that I'm going to put in it too. So um, sometimes I'll do better than bouillon, you mm-hmm. know, just for my broth base. Mm-hmm. Um, And so liquid wise, I don't. I would have to, I suppose, for ten, probably put four quarts. You know, a gallon of broth. Um my oh something I forgot to mention is that my people are humongous. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like serves ten. Ten really large people. people. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, I forget about that sometimes. But yeah. yes, all of my all of my boys are well over six feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And over 250. So, ball player types, <laughs> big guys, including, and then my husband, too. So, yeah. And my 14 year old son is really, I mean, his metabolism is really fast and he's taking off right now. So, yes, get, yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, especially in um, the hit growth spurts, and you never quite gosh. know when it is Poor until kid. all of a sudden you've made a pot of soup and it's mm-hmm. just you and
1: him and half of it's gone. I know, you know, that yep. sort of thing. Yep, it's pretty, it's shocking. He has a hard time getting to school on time because he's like, hold on, I have to make one more peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, how many do you have? He's like, five. (laughs) My daughter-in-law in the South's
0: dad, who was telling me that he would make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. But instead of like putting them in Ziploc bags or whatever individually, he made so many. He just put them back in the loaf. He put them back in the bread yep. bag.
1: Yep. yep. We totally do it's that. So <laughs> we totally do that. Yes. There's a
0: loaf. Of, you th- what you think is a loaf of
1: bread is, no, it's Mm-mm. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches yep. lined up. Yep. Jesse does that. And he's like, oh, they're so great. Like, even if you can't finish it that day or the next, like it's all crystallized and they're delicious. <laughs> he loves it. Yep, that's his perfect. thing right Even, now. You
0: know, like if they're heading to a sports practice, that's mm-hmm. perfect. You know, driving there too, like an in between school and sports.
1: Yep. Snack. Oh, I know those kids are busy. Yeah. yeah, they were always doing that. Well, yeah. So throwing our broth in, um, and then a can, a one or two can. Well, I guess for this one recipe, a can, the big can of um, diced tomatoes, and then black beans, or and I do canned, I canned black beans, canned Great Northern beans one or the other or both of them, but at least two cans of beans. I like to do a can of corn. But like I said, this is just like a Mexican soup. So I'm doing, this is this is when I'm doing like a tortilla one. Mm-hmm. You could have a combination of beans, canned chilies, green canned chilies for sure, um, for flavor. Mm-hmm. And then I put a cup of basmati rice.
0: Mm, in that, it. That would be good.
1: Mm-hmm. And if it absorbs too much of your liquid, you can just add some water to, mm-hmm. you know, make it a little bit more brothy. And then some cumin and chili powder, like probably a tablespoon of cumin, cable, tablespoon of chili powder, and a pinch of crushed red pepper. I put crushed red pepper basically in every single soup. Not a ton because mm-hmm. I've got a little sissy girl that is like, I don't like hot. Don't it's too us. hot. But it's not, it doesn't, I love crushed red pepper because it doesn't burn your mouth. It's not spicy in your mouth. It's spicy. It's warms your throat. Okay. It's just this like little kind of after heat. Yes. So like a, yeah, pretty, if, if, if you're doing a big pot of soup, a pinch of red chicken, yeah, it's maybe, the, maybe need hot. to, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe you need to, but, um, start with one and let, let that cook in there. And that's like, magic. And then my big tip is adobo seasoning, the Goya brand adobo seasoning. It's like magic. I don't know. So is this a dried seasoning? It's mm-hmm. not the adobo
0: chilies in the sauce? Right. It hand? is not
1: adobo chilies. So there's it's not spicy at all, okay. but adobo is just the name of the seasoning blend. I mean, it's not like crazy seasonings, but it's the perfect blend of them. So I have had people that are like, oh, you could make your own. And I'm like, no, you can't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can't make this one. (laughs) Goya makes it
1: perfect. And it does not have MSG, which Goya seasonings often have MSG, like that brand. But this doesn't have MSG. And you can get it with pepper, with black pepper or not. We use it for everything. And you almost, I mean, I still use salt in some things, but like in a pot of soup, this is kind of just like, Instead of adding extra salt for seasoning, you would just do this. I literally, like the measurement would just be like a whoop, <laughs> like going all the way around your pot. You can tell and that's she's an artistic cook. Exactly. <laughs> she, she does art like, in the How kitchen. Much? And I'm like, with my hand motions, like this
0: much. <laughs> Later on, when your children so, are trying to get recipes from you, they're They just watch gonna, me. Oh, good. They watch me. They
1: know. So um, actually, all my boys, my you know oldest three boys have are, live on their own now, so- they all have adobo in their cabinets. If you make the same soup without adobo and and served it, and then you made it again with adobo, everyone would say, what, what have you done? This is, is the best this? soup ever. So I do have, I've made this for, you know, potlucks and um, different thing, homeschool, I remember bringing it, bringing it to a big homeschool event where we had like a chili cook-off kind of thing, and I've just brought that as an alternative to reg, you know, red tomato-based chili. And my friend came over and she's like, I have to have the recipe. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's really not that complicated. So I just found her a basically, you know, tortilla soup recipe or something like that online and just, she read it and she goes, yeah, I make that. (laughs) And this was <laughs> not you're, taste, you're, this did not taste like what I do. Your secret ingredient. I, like, I didn't think about it, when I was like, "Oh, it's adobo. That's the magic." And I know this because of my one of my very very long time best friends is Puerto Rican, and every single thing she cooks is magic. And so you have to figure out like why does,
0: like, that, what is why does my seasoning? food not
1: taste like yours? I mean, just basic things like chicken noodle soup. Like right. why why is yours? My kids want come back for, you know, more and more and she was like, Oh, it's because of adobo And I'm like, Okay, what? Wow. So she got me on, like, she would never have offered that to me. Uh-huh. You know, she wasn't going to hint to me, like, you really need this in your food. <laughs> right.
0: But she was thinking, wow. She probably you was. You really
1: bland food. You <laughs> needed Obo seasoning. No, she's so precious. She would never even, She probably she's like, I never even thought about it. But when I'm like, why does your food all taste so good? And she's like, oh, it's because I do this. Does yours like, have
0: the red label and the red lid? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because there is one that says without pepper and it's blue. And then, and there's, then a, there's a- with yeah. cumin, which yep. is green. So anyways,
1: a couple other. I do the red one. And honestly, oh, there is. The if um, If you have a Mexican grocery store mm-hmm. in your town, then definitely they have it. So I would get it there if we were traveling or something. And there is one in Spokane. So I did go, and I was like, oh, there's all these other varieties. There was one with saffron. So there were all these, like, different varieties. So I bought these little bottles of them just to see. And they were all great, and I still use them in the same liberal (laughs) with whatever recipe
0: I wanted to. You do it with the hand motion. This
1: is how much. (laughs) Yes. But um, anyway, when you're putting cumin already in your recipe, then. You just just need to all it without the cumin. Yep. So my kids, I mean, we really do. We use it. The kids will put it in eggs and... There's just nothing that we don't use it in. Okay, I have to buy
0: some of really this good. now. It's really good. I is. mean, it's ad- being added it's the to the Amazon blend. cart
1: as we speak. There you go. <laughs> it's the perfect blend. But that's the magic. Then we're chopping up. Once the chicken, you can handle it. Chopping it up. I don't really shred it because I, I don't know. I, in my soup, I don't really want a shreddy you meat. Really I want, want it like a little bite. Yeah, di- diced put that, dump it in, cut up, coarsely cut up corn tortillas. And really after it's already been simmering and all your, in your rices, as soon as your rice is done, your soup is done. Turn that off, chop up corn tortillas, stir those through. So I'm going to say in the pot in a size that bag, um, probably like 15 tortillas chop them up coarsely and throw them in, stir that in, put the lid on and then get your toppings and stuff ready. You don't really, I mean, it's okay if they get really mushy and dissolve cause it's just that really good corn flavor. Mm-hmm. That we it love sounds
0: really good, mm-hmm.
1: but it's okay if they get too soggy, You know, yes. soggy. But you don't need to keep like you don't really have to cook them for right. a long time with that.
0: Right, so um, you just need to be hot. Mm-hmm. Do you serve that as a one like a one dish meal, or do you serve things on the side, or is that your complete? That's
1: menu? well, that is our big. We do that, and then um, we're chopping up cilantro, so we have all the toppings. So we've got a big bowl of cilantro. I've got lime wedges, or I always keep a little bottle of like lime juice, just in case I forgot, or Mm -hmm. it's, you know, just convenient and diced red onion or green onions, like chopped up. So we've got bowls of onions with little, I bought those cute little pincher, you know, tongs for all of these things and big bowl of grated cheese and sour cream. And then tortillas. If you have a big crowd, this is fun. If it's just my family we will generally just leave the chips and pour them into a bowl so that everybody can take some chips with it. But if you have a big crowd, chips don't make it to the last, those last five people will <laughs> not have any chip <laughs> toppings. So if you've got a few bags of chips, it's it will break someone's heart to watch you do this. So if you need to go to a private room and crush the entire bag of chips.
0: Uh-huh. So they're getting small pieces. Yes.
1: Don't explode it. Let the air out. (laughs) Instead of giant. Mm -hmm. And have it as a topping. If it's as a topping for your soup, then it needs to not be like, oh, we're having nachos. Right. Right. Because then they'll just be gone. So, it, so do you serve them, those with this, like a spoon then? Yep. yep. Put a little, put a little serving spoon in that and then they can do that. That actually and makes sense for the topping I, of the soup. I thought it was a I it was kind of a funny thing. There was, we had a really um, sweet lady at our church in Ohio that would put on these big fundraisers. Once a month they would have like an after church dinner and she was excellent at it. She was actually, she was pretty young. She had grown up in a large family, so she was accustomed to helping cook for, you know, big crowds. And she would do it for the whole church and just kind of direct it. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the, their haystacks. It was kind of like burrito bowl, but they called it haystacks where you like pile up all your toppings. And she always had like these big old things of crushed chips. And I thought, that's actually brilliant because you know that all those kids would just be having handfuls of chips and not eat their food. Exactly. Just scarfing
0: chips down. But if Mm -hmm. it's fresh, they have to put it on top of their food Mm -hmm.
1: and use their spoon or fork. Yeah. Yeah. So I do that. (laughs) I do that a lot just because I can get those two big bags of the Juanita's Mm -hmm. chips that are so good. And that, Makes them last longer, so genius, yep, yep. Um, and that is basically yes, that when we're doing taco soup or whatever, that mm-hmm. so is one, all. one bowl wonder. Mm-hmm.
0: Sounds like you have it, and everyone goes made. back,
1: there's never any leftover. Mm-hmm. So, I will do that times times two or three, depending on the crowd that I have. If you have a big enough pot, yes, <laughs> but you could do separate pots, I've had to do that before. Before I. When I just had a few kids and, you know, didn't have. it all grew and grew and grew. Exactly. You just get your two biggest pots and you just keep, don't mix all your ingredients together. Just keep doing it and have two pots on the stove. No big deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yep. What about dessert? Do you ever serve dessert? My I have a girlfriend that has six children, one of my friends from in Atlanta, that we had babies tandemly for years and were each other's little right. lifelines because we didn't know anybody else that was <laughs> doing the crazy things that we were doing at that time. <laughs> so we always share and swap tips. And generally, we know, like, oh, of course you do that, you know, uh-huh cut your kids' pizza with scissors rather than pizza cutters or anything else. I don't know. Just little tips that were like, oh, this is way faster. Just <laughs> Anyway, and she said, oh, yeah, I was speaking at some thing for hospitality recently. And and I was like, oh, you're going to have to share. Make sure that I didn't miss anything. And she was like, oh, p- come on. You know, I, I promise you, I did not say anything you don't already know. But one of the things that I think she and I must have talked about years ago is making cookies. All of a sudden you've got a crowd at your house because the movie night ended up there. Right. At the last minute. Yes. And so you're like, Oh, or football games or whatever's going on. And that happens at our house a lot. We always have chocolate chips. So every time I go to the grocery store, I buy two more bags of chocolate chips. Always mm-hmm. just it's a, those staple, you know, all it's your baking staples. Staple. Yep. And it can be, you know, trail mix snack or <laughs> it sometimes ends up being dessert. Yes. Um, so we, I think several of us in uh, several of us ladies at our house have chocolate chip recipe memorized. You know, you don't even have to look at a recipe, you know what you need and we'll throw a batch of chocolate chip cookies together, but rather than undercook the first batch and burn the last batch, (laughs) (laughs) which is our tradition. (laughs) Generally, it seems like when we're making a bunch of cookies, um, if you have a big crowd, just press that all into the pan and just do bars. Like you've got your whole big blob. If you have a big, big pan, Mm -hmm. Um, press it in on a parchment, always parchment. Okay. Nobody wants to be washing dishes or scraping it off at the bottom of the pan. And um, Yeah. yeah, and just press it in and throw it in the oven and it's been so fun. Everyone's like, wait, you made us dessert. And you're like, it literally took you five minutes to put in, you know, get it from start to finish pressed in the oven. And it into
0: a pan, which is easier than making balls mm-hmm. and then cooking them individually. Yeah. That's a great yeah. idea. So do press, you just kind of watch it or do you have a standard time that you generally... Everyone says, something smells really
1: good. And you're like, oh, it must like, be done.
0: Oh, it's done. <laughs> Don't generally. let it overcook.
1: No, I do. I... I should always set a timer. I try to do that because I know myself. Sometimes I'm like, "Oh, I won't forget." When <laughs> <laughs> like, you're out feeding oh, the chickens no, or something, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. So, no, it is a rule. You have to set a timer, even if it's you don't know how long it's going to be. But set that timer for 15 minutes, and then go back and check. And, and check it. Probably yeah. hasn't needs another 10. That is when a great idea. Because if you're doing it in bars, in bars they are going to take longer. Yeah, but at least you're not. You can be with your guests then, mm-hmm. and you're not. Anyway, yeah, unless everybody, you're you, going
0: to smell burnt chocolate chip,
1: which exactly. is the worst, because then it's like,
0: okay, now we really don't get dessert. Yeah. And that's
1: worse than smelling nothing at all. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> unless you have a bunch of kids. If I had a bunch of 10-year-old girls at my house, then that might be an activity that they could participate. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, you know what, guys? You know, make the chocolate. Yeah. Do you guys want to make cookies? cookies. And I can just let them go. So yeah, we're definitely in a different stage of life where I don't have to think about those things, especially if I have too many things. I'm already like, okay, check, check, check. Mm -hmm. Who's making dessert? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. If you're getting, if you're doing a different soup. This is not necessarily for this recipe, but if you're doing a different soup and or it could be for that I have a really great bread recipe that I will give you that I will give credit yes. to Anna Hadfield, one of our one of the young ladies that comes to our house and what is does she make what's engaged it to be married soon. I don't it's bread. she has a bread recipe that's like a fast like a pretty fast recipe and I, we just call it Anna's bread. (laughs) So So the
0: secret, the
1: mystery remains until she talks to Anna. (laughs) Exactly. But she makes it, she throws it together and then you know, it's just an hour and a half rise and that's it. Because after the first rise, you put it into your Dutch oven and then put it in the oven for 450 degrees. So it looks like sourdough. It looks real rustic it doesn't take like a lot of kneading you really just make it into a rough dough and mm-hmm. anyway it's very simple and it looks like crackly and beautiful and it rises nice and you do it in your dutch oven like you would do sourdough and it's not you know if you have a couple of hours then it works mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. okay we'll definitely post this so recipe so my yes my daughter that I just turned 13 that she is the one that Libby she loves doing bread so she gets kind of upset when i'm going to tell you the shortcut that i do <laughs> <She's> <laughs> I wanted to make the bread. And I'm like, I realize that. But I didn't want to have to clean up the aftermath. <laughs> sometimes that works. But if you have like I um, you know, people come in for conferences sometimes mm-hmm. and so we love hosting. And, but I want to be able to spend time with them and I don't really want to spend a ton of time preparing. We, but we obviously want to be sitting around the table eating good food. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's so many, we just, in our community, we have so many lovely ladies making bread and listing like, Oh, I've got a couple extra loaves this week. And I'm like, Oh, that is a, I used to do that. I was the bread lady and used to mill my grain and make, we had commercial ovens in our garage. I had a commercial mixer. I mean, we did all the things and used to take it to the farmer's market.
0: Wow. We did this for
1: uh, several years
0: in Ohio or mm-hmm. here mm-hmm.
1: in Ohio. I got started in Atlanta and there's a sweet family called the bread Beckers that they, anyhow, it was awesome. And they like taught you how, and you know, all the health benefits to milling your own grain and all that. So I got started when I was, you know, a mom of three mm-hmm. and we loved it. And then we went to Ohio and I started going to the market to sell it. So we got up to making like 40 loaves on a Friday and selling them out by 10 AM at a market at the market. Oh, I can imagine they mm-hmm. sold out. Yep, that's Um, incredible. for like $6 a loaf. I mean, it was like a great little mm-hmm. gig, but, um, I had, I still had lots of littles and diapers and stuff. And so once my boys started playing football, my husband was coaching on Saturdays, it got a little bit crazy and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we have to make some decisions. So Anyhow, we are, yes, bread, bread baking is a fun, fun, fun thing for our family. And I love that we have lots of ladies that still that are doing that in their home. And then it's just, it is a fun art to get into. It's like, not just um, functional, you know, it's not just just to feed your family, but it actually is so therapeutic. So I love it that we've got those options, and so I have done that. Where I'm like, I will pick up two loaves, and then that's going to be Saturdays, you know. So you can make an easy soup, but like you're serving it with real bread, mm-hmm. and that is just makes it special, right? Yes.
0: And a quick, it's a great shortcut. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make every
1: single. Oh, thing I know. Homemade. You're like on the way home from the grocery store, picking it off of, mm-hmm. off of somebody's porch. If somebody's
0: selling it, or with summer coming up, there's a farmers market. People sell all yeah. kinds of baked goods. That's yeah. a great idea. I mean, it could even buy desserts. I know from bakeries or farmers market.
1: People, um, the co-op here makes some really great bread in okay. their bakery, and it is like very affordable. Anyway, that's another little hot tip I think for our area. Mm-hmm. That if you need something on the fly, or if you need to bring some a meal to someone from there, they make homemade um, chicken pot pies really?
0: that are unbaked.
1: It's like sixteen dollars, and it's this big old beautiful chicken pot pie. Ginger Elmore taught me that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. hot tip. I know. Hot tip. If Inst- you forgot. dinner, right. <laughs> I'm bringing dinner and I forgot. Oops. And I want to bring them something good yes. and not pizza. You know, I uh-huh. mean, pizza's great. Right. No offense. Right. But but anyway, yes, yeah, it's really I nice. I totally know what you're saying. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. What
1: is your best prep
0: tip when you're preparing
1: um, for all these guests to get yes. over? So when we leave our house on a Sunday morning, because we have people overcome, come over after church often... We leave our house on a Sunday morning. Anytime a big crowd is getting ready, a large family is getting ready. It's like a tornado, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you kind of undo. The I mean disaster there's we're oh heading out the door. Oh, yeah. There's just like every bathroom product is on the counters. <laughs> Everyone's clothes are laying on the floor in the hot I mean, like, I don't even know how yeah. we make this big of a mess. But it's really great. So from all of the years of experience that my kids have had of like, oh, we got to get ready, you know, and different chore lists that we've gone through where everybody has a zone, like an entry zone, someone is in charge of that. And it doesn't matter if those are not your shoes or you didn't leave that out or, you know, whatever, that's your zone. You clean it up. You put those things away for whoever's stuff it is. And if you have the living room or the kitchen or the bathroom or whatever you have, that's your zone to take care of. And we would rotate that as our chores, but it makes it nice that you can, if you're going to have company to say, everybody go to your zones. And we, um, and they are flying mm -hmm, around and mm -hmm.
0: you're not having to listen to the, well, those aren't my shoes or I didn't put
1: that there. And I don't like to be the talking head. You know, you get so tired of like, and now I need you to clean this up and now Mm -hmm. you need to, and you just you, you need know to that your voice is droned it. Yes. yes. They're, tra-
0: they're not even hearing what you're saying because you're just mm-hmm. talking constantly, mm-hmm. pointing this out and that out and this out. They just need to be able to have eyes to see it.
1: <laughs> It's too much. Yeah. So that is knowing we, we don't have that exactly anymore. It, you know, you go through seasons where this works really well for a while. And then I don't know whether they get bored or, you know, seasons change and everyone's going to different sports or whatever. So sometimes it doesn't work, but, um, but because they've had that experience and then Now we can um, do, well, this is, we've also had this phrase, if you have a lot to clean up really quick, we call it a white tornado. So it's the opposite of a destructive tornado, (laughs) but it is really fast Uh and everybody has to clean an area. So it may not be, you know, an assigned area that you always have, but because you understand the zone concept, we can say, okay, everybody white tornado, and we're going to turn on really fun music. Different, depending on who gets to choose, <laughs> it might be really different. <laughs> but we put on fun music, and it usually, and I mean, twenty minutes is is not an unreasonable amount of time, but thirty is better, mm-hmm. in my opinion. For I can get, I, it just takes us a little. Yeah, it just makes it that much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll put the music on, and we can come home from church, and in twenty to thirty minutes, have the house like. Who lives here? Yeah, no, it's really great great. So, Great tip. Yep. Like I need you and our, you know, it might be little micro zones where you're doing the dining room table because it's literally covered. It's
0: covered with everyone's <laughs> yep. breakfast bowls Water and bottles and, and somebody's and
1: backpack and all the Steady things. notes
0: from what, yesterday? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you've got dining room table. I need you to do living room. I need you to um, grab the broom and do all the wood floors. You grab the vacuum. You do that. Who's doing bathroom? And I usually have somebody that's like, I want to do bathroom. And um, and then we might have to go from you know after the youngest just to double check that her standards are standards standards um but there are teenagers or whatever yeah could go back and check and help and make sure um, but that really works good for us and they are have such a good attitude about it I think just because we've got music playing everyone's you know, participating. They're excited and about guests about to walk they in really, the door.
0: Yep. They're taking ownership for their space. Yep. They don't want to have guests walk in and they have stuff everywhere. Exactly. And it looks
1: awful. Yep. And I have even, you know, if somebody pops in early, I have noticed, you know, younger ones grabbing something that they noticed out of the corner of their eye that was like, oh, and and kind of slipping behind me, like to go stow something away. So it's actually really cute. I'm, I'm like, this is good. They they enjoy that. Um to participate in that way. Mm-hmm. and I can't really cook in a bad in a messy kitchen. So if there's like, you know breakfast dishes everywhere and all of that, we I can get everybody else started and then be cleaning maybe the kitchen because I have my own, you know, I like several of my kids do really well that way too, um, especially now that they're older. But yeah, I can get that clean. I cannot cook. Until I can't even start something.
0: It's kind of pathetic. Until it is clean. Yes. Okay, (laughs) on that topic, she is a cleaning queen. (laughs) I would call her the spring cleaning queen year round. So I'm not sure what, maybe the empress of cleaning. (laughs) (gasps) She's all four seasons guys. That's funny. So tell us a little, okay. So delving a little bit into cleaning. You've, Mm -hmm. you've mentioned some great ideas for kids, you know, the white tornado, everybody having zones, just making it fun music. I love all of that. Tell us a little bit more about how you would encourage someone to clean, just in general. Because okay. I think you, because you really have an eye for cleaning, mm-hmm. you probably have some really great tips that would teach the rest of us how to make
1: it a little bit more effective. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have to make time for it. That's one thing. And so I have, I have learned so that I don't make my family miserable and, um, get, I don't know, just get into a bad headspace. Um, I have learned that there's, if there's not time, then you have to lower your standards. Mm. And so you have to make time obviously, but like I, you know, I teach three days a week on the days that I'm not at school on Mondays and Fridays. That's the I'm going to have to squeeze in, get those, some of those things done and make them priority. And then I have to be okay that Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, if I notice something that I didn't get to because there's other things happening on the front of am not just exactly. cleaning my house, it's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just fine. You and it can't just be a ball of stress about it. Right. Yeah. And I feel like I did that for too many years. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't realize that it's, a, you know, you're the only one that's really that upset about it. Mm-hmm. I just thought, I don't know. I are your personalities, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you don't know yourself as well, well as you, everyone else probably exactly. does. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and when you are that busy, you sometimes do have to make a choice. Like I have had to consciously think to myself, my teenager who's fixing a walk in the door, starving from mm-hmm. lacrosse practice. Does he really want me to mop the floor or does he want a hot dinner? Exactly. You know, yep. I mean, like he cares less about the floor, I would never even notice if I did have it perfectly swept yeah. and steam mopped, and then he's having to have, you yeah. know, whatever we can wrestle up from the pantry. Exactly. He would just be beside himself. If he walked into a hot dinner, that was just amazing.
1: I know. (laughs) Not even starving. Exactly. And so,
0: yeah, sometimes you do have to make those
1: choices. So there's certain things can wait or whatever. There's just some things. And honestly, um, so as far as, yeah, just being able to lower your standards for certain days when it just doesn't matter, we're not going to have people over for dinner Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, unless there is like, you know, a sudden thing where we need to be a good friend to someone, and they're not going to care in that situation mm-hmm. either. Right. <laughs> but it's not going to be the days that we're generally hosting, mm-hmm. and so it's fine. It's fine. You know, we do follow up from like put your things away. We can't just keep dumping on, especially on the days when we don't have time to do a deep clean. Yes, <laughs> or try oh to stay Exactly. Ah. So that is something. But I do make it priority. Like I am. Everybody has their things. That's what I've noticed over the years too my mom would come to spend time with my kids and help me when I would go Christmas shopping or just different things over the years that she would be like, grandma's in charge. And I would come home and all the kids' dresser drawers were like perfectly organized and folded everything in there. And I was like, whoa, that is not my priority. Mm-hmm. So, but it really is hers. And she would be like, look what we did. Look what the kids and, did and stuff and like that. And feel excited really excited to that. do it
0: together. Yeah.
1: But the floors are crunchy. Mm -hmm. And I can't handle crunchy floors. And so I would be like, oh, this is so great. And learn to appreciate. Like, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. that's her thing and it was really fun and Mm -hmm. they would get that and it was like nice and like, well, don't get used to it because I don't do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've got to sweep the floors but right I now. Do. And yeah. yeah.
1: I would actually, my husband and I would talk on the phone if I'd been away for an overnight, you know, with a retreat or something like that. I'd come on and be like, when I get home, I know that you guys have already cleaned and it's really, really great. And I'm so glad. Please do not be offended that I'm going to wash the counters while we're talking and I'm going to enjoy it and it's going to be really great. And he'd be like, Oh, and I'm like, no, no, no. That's why we're talking about this before. So I've learned a lot instead <laughs> of so just doing things. And he's like, Oh, why is she doing why this? Why is I'm she like, doing it as if I didn't do I don't a good know. job? I just have some little weird OCD things that I just have to <laughs> clean the sticky off the counter. So right. anyhow, floors and counters are my thing.
0: Mm-hmm. I can handle I can handle
1: a lot of little, little clutter uh, um, in certain aspects. So kind of knowing what your things are that are, that you think, um, are really important. If you can't relax, like with your guests, I do think that that's hard. That's there, hard for me. There
0: are things that bring peace to people's mm-hmm. minds.
1: Mm-hmm. So big, the big deal is like sweeping and vacuuming. I can be like, okay, no big deal for a lot of other things. Put your shoes where they go so that you can do that. You know, obviously to sweep your floors, you got to put your things away. So, but I love, I just like doing things all the way. And I didn't know that that was not necessarily for, I mean, some people just don't see the things. And so that's another thing to remember to not overstress yourself when companies coming, depending if you've been to someone else's home you'll be like, Oh, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me at all. If I go to someone else's home and they don't have, you know, there's, we all have our own things. Mm -hmm. I feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and like relaxed. And so some of that plays a part in how I, you know, who's coming. If I have a bunch of uh, high school boys coming, why? They don't
0: notice anything. They literally
1: don't notice anything. Yes. So put your, focus, put your focus on making a lot of
0: food. Yes. What they <laughs> notice is the massive amount of food that they can exactly. in the stove when they exactly. walk in. Exactly. And chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. bars that they can smell in the oven. Yep. They yep. Could care
1: less about counters and floors. Exactly. So there's just little things. I think knowing your guests is kind of nice. I mean, sometimes you just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I remember being going to my mother-in-law's to visit when we lived out of state and, um, she would always like really go all out with bedding for us. Like the beds were made and like turned the corn, you know, really pretty, like new bedding and the sheets were turned, you know, and little things. And that actually made me, I was always like, she's been preparing for me. Like it was, it actually really was such a sweet, special thing. And I don't remember anything else you know, that, like, that just is like a special speaking Mm -hmm. to you. So I don't know
0: her way of Mm -hmm. showing that she, like you said, that she had prepared for you and that you were welcome. And she was thinking about your comfort. She wanted you to sleep well.
1: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's a great thing to do. So I, I, as far as cleaning, I love to clean because it just is like a box checking thing. I like to know that I did it well. And so podcasts. I, that's when I listen to your podcast Thank and do all the things. <laughs> I do. I have like my my podcast and it's like a treat to me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't get to listen. I mean, I really don't want to just sit and listen. Anyway, no. I would prefer to be doing something. So, when I'm cleaning mm-hmm. or, you know, making long drives or something, those are the times where I'm going to really take in mm-hmm. podcasts and audiobooks. That I actually think that is a stellar tip because I am the
0: same way. Mm -hmm. There are times when I'm just tired. I don't wanna get up. I'm looking at the kitchen and I just really am thinking, (laughs) oh, I don't but it's not bedtime. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Let's say it's seven. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So if if I just tell myself it's a treat. Look at your podcast list. Mm-hmm. Pick out something, or if you have an audio book that you're in the middle of, if you just have some things ready to go, or if you have yeah. a playlist, help. Hey, if you don't have one, have your kids help you make a playlist. Mm-hmm. I say that because my 16 year old son,
1: super <laughs> <Does he laughs> so tech up for you, that's so tech great.
0: savvy. He's like mom. Just, just in Like, I don't know. Exactly. What He's like, well, what do you like? Yeah, I don't know. Just, just put something on it. Exactly. <laughs> I know. So yeah, if you have one of those things to go to, I would say book podcast or playlist. If you just press play, yep. all of a sudden you can talk time, yourself into you something. talk though. yourself into it. Time <laughs> will fly by. It's no big deal because cleaning is rote. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's not that you can't stop and think about something or, you know, need to figure out, you know, maybe Google how to Clean the inside of an oven better. But you know, just for general yeah. daily chores, you yeah. can kinda be on
1: autopilot. Yep.
0: Dana White.
1: Dana White, um, her cleaning at the is it called Pace of Life or Speed of Life? I don't I know. I think it is Speed of speed Life. Speed of Life. Um, that book was really great and I've gotten a lot of things done just listening to that. Like got packed my house up, you know, North Carolina and I, so books that, yeah, books are, podcasts that are so me that to was get a podcast motivating. I
0: mean, it was a book you listened to, not a podcast.
1: Yeah. Okay. She's got a book that, and then she also has diaries of a former slob, I think is what it's called is it her podcast name. Hilarious. Um, she's excellent, but yeah, it really helps you to understand if you feel like you've gotten overwhelmed and you're like, where do I start? Mm-hmm. It's, that's really nice to have it. Cause you're like, you yeah. know you you start as implementing you're starting, you have as somebody you're in your head making you laugh giving like, you to your trash in the garbage okay got it <laughs> okay check <laughs> done. what's next exactly exactly no i love that i do have to it's really nice for me to have incentives and those are my treats that i you know kind of things that I like i get to i feel like i'm having indulging myself somehow, but I'm just listening to podcasts and getting lots of things done or talking to friends, you know, if t- your mom or whoever, like the people that you don't get to talk you can to put on
0: headphones or AirPods, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. And just your hands are free.
1: Yeah. Hands yeah. Free and it is amazing. The things that you can get done and you didn't know you did it. I'll mm-hmm. be like, Oh, I need to. And I'll go,
0: Oh, I already oh, did that. I'm <laughs> finished cleaning the
1: bathroom. Yeah, what I do. I do. Do you yes.
0: divide up your chores? Um, like if you say have Monday and Friday, do you have a list for Monday and a list for Friday? Or do you just general? do what
1: I you should I should but I don't really now I think um yeah I thought about that. well I don't really either yeah. anymore
0: I mean I think when I had all my children at home I was maybe a little more organized with that mm-hmm. but now it's mostly me I mean I still have one at home mm-hmm. but I kind of just do it I feel like what that you day. See. I still work really hard and I yeah. do get all the cleaning done but I kind of I'm like okay it's the bathrooms that yeah. need it the worst, and mm-hmm. we're okay today. Really, we need to attack the kitchen. You know, I kind of it doesn't maybe get as messy quite as often, so I yeah. kind of just yeah. Pick what you can is the most see, pressing. you can, can
1: see, see the thing that is going to really satisfy mm-hmm. the situation. The thing that's like, yes, we really yep. got behind yeah. on that. For what our bathroom, we I think we have a little wall heater in our bathroom, and it just needs swept twice a week for sure. It could be actually to probably handle it every other day, <laughs> but twice a week is okay. And um, it just it's like funny. It, I don't know, dust and clicks and that, I think. So it just kind of coats everything. But, um, so it just is a very satisfying job to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, I've got to get this swept up, but yeah, it's, I have a whole routine, a whole sweeping routine. And yeah, like I said, you go into autopilot. And so I don't know, I got a lot of things done. I don't know what they all were, but it looks better. (laughs) I really enjoyed my book and my podcast. Keeping the laundry going, you know, all that, all that. Yeah, my
0: husband once said, just keep the machines going. You know, that was his hot tip. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's true. Well, yeah, that makes sense. If you, in the middle of all your cleaning, don't let it just stop and don't think about it. Mm -hmm. If you have five loads of clothes or sheets and, you know, the whole thing you need to be running, it just... Pay attention to the machines. My mom used to set stop. timers.
1: My mom. I mean, now all of our machines like make, well, not all of them, I suppose, but, you know, make, we've have a few new appliances and everything sings songs to us, like long, loud songs. Yes. But if you have headphones on. <laughs> exactly. You, you might not, not it. know. It's true. So a timer it's true. So a she would idea. set a timer. Um, I remembered her setting the timers like for 20 minutes to, to check the dryer to mm-hmm. see if stuff was ready. Yes. Before it actually had buzzed. Um, but yeah, keep herself going. The white tornado actually originated with my mom and her best friend. That's actually a fun story that I kind of forgot. She had a friend across the street and they were both stay at home moms, you know, a season of life and they just had littles. So her friend would say, Hey, I'm coming over to your house. Let's white tornado your house. And then we'll have coffee and then we'll go back home to my house and we'll white tornado my house. And they would How put their much kids fun together. Is that? Yeah. This is like, she was kind of a hippie, like really, you know, an out-of-the-box thinker. Like we still... They're still friends now, you know, long distance and stuff. But anyhow, it's such a cool idea. So that's where that name well, came and from. all the
0: kids, the neighbor kids are helping them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. If they're and, actually and we were all, it. you know,
1: all of the grade <laughs> school kids were all like gone at school during the day. So it was, I think it was just my sister and her little boy. They were preschoolers. So they got to play together. Play and then the they got about and stuff the done. But she's like, it was the best. Cause like uh-huh. in two hours' time, we had both of our houses like, the general, you know, mm-hmm. cleanup, and it was fun because we were talking and laughing and stuff on that. Yeah. Like, so instead
0: of sitting down having coffee, yeah. which is great too, but they could but actually they got, feel that like that was their treat. Have to at get the end. well. That's true. <laughs> you said they had coffee, so. Yeah. But yes, but to be able to just talk and visit and laugh while so kids fun. are playing, and Ah, yep.
1: oh, great idea. Super fun. So we anyhow Super we fun. held on to those ideas for. For long yeah still we're passing it on and the kids still say it <laughs> that's amazing yeah
0: what is your best advice for showing warm hospitality to those coming into your home
1: how do you make them feel welcome mm. um my girls especially now that flowers are starting to bloom finally we've got a yard full of daffodils so that will be something we will see on all of every little thing that will stand still we'll have little faces of daffodils because my girls will be like, I'll go get the flowers and stuff. So that's really fun. But we don't obviously have that all year round. Although I have seen a couple of ladies giving tips to just buy a little bouquet at Walmart or whatever through the winter. I'm like, that is a great idea. We should do that. I always have a drink station that is kind of out of my walking space in the kitchen. I prefer. So we have like a little buffet, Mm-hmm. And that's off. So if people bring drinks, I'm like, okay, yep, right over there. And we always make sure that we've got a thing of sweet tea or, you know, ice water or whatever already set up before people come. So it's something that I always would forget. I don't think about beverages <laughs> personally. Like it was it's something that was always hard. So when we had a smaller, you know, our family was smaller and we would have just a, you know, small family over we would get halfway through our meal and then someone would be like, Can I have some water? And I'm like, oh, so embarrassing. Like, I mean, it happens so often because I just. You, it's don't not a big think about it. Part of your meal. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, but I mean, yeah. Or sometimes I would be thirsty and be like, I'm so sorry, but I did not. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at a split, a set table and not noticing there's no glasses. So mm-hmm. that is like a saver for me because I already know myself that I will not remember. And then it'll be, I won't remember. I don't mean to, I'm really social, so I will come and we'll just start talking and I won't remember to offer people things. So, so do you put the glasses at the mm -hmm. drink station? So they know, go pick out, pick up a glass and pick what you want to drink? Yeah, We'll have wine and you know, the bottle opener there and already have the wine glasses there and our water goblets depending, or, you know, plastic cups, whatever we're depending on the crowd. And have everything already set up there, so people know, like when they see that, that it's it's a help yourself, and so everyone's got what they need. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. And having music and just it welcoming everybody in, and especially if they want jobs, finding jobs, <laughs> finding jobs for people. Put those
0: teenagers and young adults exactly. in the kitchen, and they will take over. Yeah,
1: and it really is such a you know your kitchen is such a communal place. So it makes it so much more fun. What is your must-have kitchen item and where can we find it? It's probably been said on here, but I love the chopper.
0: Okay. The what chopper. brand do you have? Full Star? I don't.
1: Yes. That's yes. been recommended. And,
0: but that's okay because that tells people it's a really popular mm-hmm. item. Yeah. A lot of I, people use I it. I keep
1: wondering if someday, you know, I've had mine for, I don't know, maybe a year and I think I texted Rachel and I was like, What do you have? Tell me what it is. Cause I heard it on their show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm like, How did we live without this? It's just so. It
0: when cuts everything making, so perfectly well, too. And when you're cooking for a crowd, it's mm-hmm. not just
1: you're not just chopping
0: one onion. You might be chopping and you're not a lot of onions. Slipping for the soup with the knife and salsa. slicing your finger open right before company comes—that's mm-hmm. true. You, <laughs> you know? are doing a quick little chop and next next mm-hmm. vegetable chop. You know, I mean, it just makes it so much. I faster. know. I
1: keep wondering if some. I mean, they're not very expensive, Mm-mm. so I keep wondering. Like, I'll probably have to replace this at some point. Surely, this plastic arm thing is going to break because <laughs> we just really slam it right especially when you're doing like the big red onions or something mm-hmm. like that but it's holding up pretty good it, i mean so
0: far so good well i'm pretty sure the one that has more blades is maybe about 40 dollars, but you can get some yeah. less blades oh. for 25 yeah maybe mm-hmm. it kind of depends on what you would use it for how many different yeah. but you can replace and get all sorts of different
1: like Small chop, big chop. Yeah. I don't know. There's more like slicers. I, use, I think I use just that little, the small one and like the medium one mm-hmm. for like tomatoes. And then they have like a long slice one. And um, that's really nice for slicing strawberries for like strawberry shortcake or something or, you know, angel food. Mm-hmm. Strawberries for angel yeah, food cake, something like that. Consistent too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was actually one of the jobs that I handed out to one of those young men. That was like, "What can I do?" And I was oh, like, "Here you are, the fun. strawberry chopper. And he's like, "Okay, okay, fun." <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that and my instapot are probably just like my big. I don't use the Instapot for like meals. Like I'm not over the I just really use it for the convenience of speeding up one process of my recipe that I'm using in my big pot because usually they're not big enough for like me cooking anyway a chicken or Mm-mm. something. Mm-hmm. so you do you have the eight
0: quart? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's the biggest one at least for Instapot, there right. yeah, other are brands that have
1: bigger. So you have a funny story for us? I do. Um, My daughter and I were talking about it this morning and I said, she hadn't heard the story. So she's like, oh yeah, you should tell them that. When I was pregnant with my oldest son, I would be so exhausted. Like I could just, I was like, I had narcolepsy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't know what was wrong with me. <laughs> I was like, something is terribly wrong. And this it's your like first, you four said it o'clock. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, I, yes, I nice. really did not know what was happening because I didn't think I was pregnant. So it's like, I was oh, like, didn't, I didn't even, you didn't know.
0: well, yes. I think
1: that I, I, I think, you know, it's been a while, but I think I had a hunch. So I took a pregnancy test too early. And it was negative. You know, it didn't show up mm-hmm. or I maybe didn't notice that it was showing right. up at all. Well, like you said, so I think fine. if you don't have the strong enough hormones,
0: maybe yet. Right. And
1: and so this was 25 yet. years ago. So who knows? And maybe way, they weren't. Right. Exactly. They, they weren't wasn't that as sensitive. Maybe nowadays it's great. Mm-hmm. So I, anyhow, I didn't think I was pregnant, but I couldn't figure out like why I, if I was driving my car at four o'clock, I would have to pull over to the side of the road because I could just like fall asleep so fast. It was like, what is coming over me? So I had, we had one day and, um. I was home and preparing dinner and I had like not had, you know, taken a nap. I had started to be like, I'm just going to have to go to sleep, I guess. I don't know what's wrong with me. It never had happened in my life. And I'm getting dinner ready, dinner ready for my husband, coming home soon. And we're pretty, you know, newly married. We were married 10 months at that time. I had put water on to boil and was, uh, had made a spaghetti sauce. And so the sauce had been just like simmering. Unlow, I don't know what, you know, at a low setting and had just turned the water on and I was going to make, make pasta. And I thought, I'll just sit on the couch for a minute and just close, just rest my eyes. Just rest. <laughs> just for a
0: minute. Rest the eyes for one minute. When my eyes mistake. finally <laughs> opened. <laughs> when they were the finally whole,
1: rested. Yes,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> the whole pot of water was completely boiled down to nothing and the handles had fallen off the pot. <laughs> like the welding came off <laughs> because it was, so it was so hot it had been just sitting just there been cooking dry a dry pot on a hot you know on high because yes, you're trying high. to bring it to boil and the handles had fallen off so like that's just sitting there but that was not the bad part no <laughs> that sauce that had been just a very low simmer uh-huh. you know how tomato sauce can when it gets thicker mm-hmm. you know it just kept reducing so it's going bloop oh. bloop no. Boop, and like it's a, my entire ceiling of my apartment kitchen, <laughs> <our little> apartment <laughs> kitchen, was like, was painted, hosed. <laughs> <laughs> and tomato sauce and lasagna sauce, it was terrible. And I was and like, that's oh! probably a popcorn and it's ceiling. like burned. Oh yeah, I mean I don't even remember. I don't remember what happened. I don't remember the end of that <laughs> I was story. Too traumatizing. I you know. blocked it. It was so so bad. I was like, oh yeah. No. I mean, like,
0: it, I don't even a smooth ceiling would be terrible. But yeah, you could at least wipe it, right. scrub it. You know, popcorn ceilings are the worst, mm-hmm. or something like that. Like keep like. My husband probably.
1: probably I mean, had I assume. To like that, scrape it, redo it, repaint it. <laughs> it was such a mess. Such a mess. Oh my goodness, poor. Yeah, that was. Did that you was quickly just a funny find thing. out you were pregnant? Um, yeah, I did actually. We had a sweet family that we used to um, spend a lot of time with, and from our church that had girls in our youth ministry that I adored, and they, I was like. <gasps> I, these girls are so amazing. So my husband encouraged me to be, I was a pretty new believer and he said, you should be mentored by their mom. And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) And he's like, Oh goodness. Okay. So he said, just go spend time with them. And so I, yeah, asked them if I could spend a day a week, I had Mondays off and I was like, can I just spend, it's time with you. They homeschooled. I'd never heard of homeschooling before that. I mean, I just had not grown up in this whole culture. And so I spent every Monday with their family the whole first year that we were married. So they had seen me, you know, they saw me every Monday and, um, I was at their home on a Monday in, in that same general timeframe. And she had would typically just like dump a load of laundry and be like, you fold this really quick. I'm going to go do this. And then I would have her seven-year-old would read to me and I just helped them and did the different things. And then she also ministered to me in a huge, huge way. But I remember her husband coming home from work one day and I'm totally passed out on their couch (laughs) with laundry. And they knew something is different. He sat down next to me and he said, hello, mama. And I went, What? why are you saying that to me? And he just looked at me like, yeah. This (laughs) is not your normal. You know, they had... Five. Or six, they had five. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's he like, probably I know the same what this thing looks with like. his wife.
0: Yes, because you probably didn't, as active uh-huh. and, as you are, you probably didn't recognize. I need to sleep uh-huh. more,
1: and I probably need it's a nap really during funny. the day. Yep, yep. So anyway, they. It was pretty soon after that. <laughs> it was pretty like, soon, sure you like,
0: what? <laughs> okay, maybe I should take
1: another pregnancy test. Uh-huh yeah yeah so was that was pretty pretty hilarious
0: <laughs> at least there weren't guests walking in the door exactly. right after the explosion
1: <laughs> yes exactly exactly
0: <laughs> which has been known to happen to people before oh yeah if anyone's listened to past episodes mm-hmm. i had a basketball burn in the in my son i won't retell the entire story but a son with a young Young son, toddlerish age, was we had a heater that had a grate in the basketball, somehow got between the grate and the heater oh, and was no. burning, and ash was <sighs> filling the air. And oh, anyway, long story short, yeah. I guess we're about to walk in There is as ash. Mm-hmm. Everywhere, including all over the kitchen, where I had salad laid out b- before owning a salad spinner, yeah, which was my recommended product. <laughs>
1: <That's awesome. laughs> my episode that makes sense. You're drying salad. I used to do that. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. um, yeah. It's just
0: always just kind of ramps it up a notch when it's happening when your guests That's are about to walk in.
1: Hilarious. Oh my gosh, <laughs> my mom's friend that white tornadoed with her. Um, they were putting on some ladies' tea, and as the ladies were walking in the front door my mom turned the faucet on and the whole handle broke off like in her hand and it just started spraying to the ceiling. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. I'm like I just remember hearing this story cuz when I got home from school that day that it, you know the aftermath was pretty much cleaned up. <laughs>
0: What sounds really do? traumatizing
1: like i you have to like get to a water main or yeah. something or like or you know shut off, turn off the water the water
0: off for the house right before the tea party
1: yep yep <laughs> yep oh wow yeah did you have a second story well we this is actually a more recent story and it was just really great it, um kind of a an encouragement that you know the the show can just keep going <laughs> when things like that happen. Oh yes, but we have a sweet friend um, that is our boy's friend um, that is with us a lot, and you know has just become kind of one of our kids. And so he had friends. His he goes to went goes to college here, so he has parents. were coming into town, and he really wanted an opportunity. It was this time of year where. It's like, you know, warm one day and not warm one day. And, and we don't really have a lot of like big gatherings places. So he wanted to have a big meal at our home so his parents could meet all of the people that he loves, not just our family, but invite lots of people. And so he was telling, he's like, this is what I want to do. And these big eyes, And I'm so excited about it. And my husband and are like, wow. Okay. So who all, and we're talking and he's, we're counting up. It's like 65 people. Wow. And my husband said, well, why don't we maybe do it at the park? You know, cause it's been nice and everything. He was like, no, I really wanted to have it at your house. And he's very forward, which we, again, because he's just kind of become like one of our own kids. And so we're like, that's a, I Actually, a sweet, (laughs) it's a sweet compliment, Mm -hmm. right? They're like, I want it to be here because I want to have be able to have kids, you know, friends or some of our guests like playing board games or cards, and I wanna have cornhole out back, and my dad's gonna grill, you know, and help JC grill, and we'll do this whole thing. And he had it all planned out in his head. And so we just my husband and I looked at each other like, okay, I mean you that's okay. That's all right. So we're gonna do this. And it turned out to be forty degrees and raining. Oh no! But everyone's coming, and so what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Because we have have a tiny. Our house is not. I mean, especially now that we've opened the kitchen up, it would have been a totally different ballgame if our kitchen was going to be like it's going about to be. But it was amazing. We were like, "How do we do this?" Um, And so the show went on. We literally that afternoon, where was it on a Sunday? I think it was on I I can't remember, but I think it was a Saturday. That morning, my husband and all my sons picked up all of our furniture and took it to the garage. <laughs> That's amazing. We, we cannot fit this many people into yeah. our house, into so our living space. They literally the living room into a huge picked dining up room. all of the couches. We moved the table out of the way. No, we, Where did we do? We reduced our dining room table, took the leaves out and to make it small. So it was like the food table, but it wasn't, didn't take up as much space. And then we pushed chairs out to the outside edge. And then we have a bunch of church pews in our garage because my husband bought, got a really great deal and he's taken them apart and building long dining room tables with them. But they're a resource that (laughs) we had. So we just took all, they took all of the couches. I mean, literally just like we were moving, they just took all the furniture outside and then brought in pews and lined the walls. So our house was like echoing. (laughs) Because it was That is hilarious and just everyone around. is
0: sitting on pews. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. For, and for dinner. Yeah. I love it. The kitchen like people didn't even really use them a lot. And I was like, I know because people were conversation circles, but it opened up all of our flooring. Anyway, I don't know that I would always recommend <laughs> But you but know, it was this the young funniest man felt so loved. It was great. I mean, he that
0: <laughs> made his wish,
1: his dream come true. It, did. it looked different than he had than he had envisioned, but um, it turned out to be a great day and people are like, Oh, do you remember? I mean, it was such a while. We had so many people through, so I still keep me being people like, I've met you one time at your home. It was at that. And I'm like, Oh, I don't remember hardly anything <laughs> <laughs> because it was like, have you had like, any weird questions? Crowd. Like what made you decorate with views? I did have <laughs> to res- resist my, because I am such a planner and I'm so particular. I did have to resist myself thinking that I needed to tell that to every single person that walked through. I was like, at right. some point I was like, you just shut right. up. They Don't probably
0: me. could figure it out. Something is different. Right. This is not how they this normally is not my, live.
1: This is not how they normally
0: I don't usually decorate with pews and have no furniture.
1: Right. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever, but anyway, it, yeah, it was just a funny, a funny experience, but it, we're like, I'm like, you know what? We're pretty good at that. We can just shoot from the hip and be like, okay, pivot. What do we have to do? What do we change? And it, and it works out right that you have some strong boys to help I out. Know. I was impressed. I definitely was impressed. Oh,
0: that's wonderful.
1: <laughs> um, I have, Oh, I did have one more recipe that I will can put on your oh, website yes. and it's the, um egg roll in a bowl that my my youngest told me that we had to put uh, she she really wanted me to tell you this Okay, this <laughs> tell
0: me about egg roll in a bowl.
1: Yes, it's a very fast weeknight recipe um, that could be done for a big crowd. I mean, why not? And it's really inexpensive if you think about it. Ground pork. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do ground pork sausage, or you could just do ground pork and then season it yourself, which is what we like to do because we prefer having sausage without sugar in it, and most most sausage you buy has sugar in it. So we just do ground pork in my big soup pot, and season it with adobo, of course, of course, <laughs> um, and crushed red pepper, and then thyme and sage and just all of the good sausagey kind of smells. I don't like fennel at all, so that's another thing you can that take it out. I can't. You don't have to have it. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. A lot of like just breakfast sausages or something like that. Like the tubes of them don't have fennel, but butcher shops often do that. And it's like the one thing I couldn't figure out for so long. I was like, why do I not like this? I know it's like a good quality meat or whatever, um, from a good place. And then my, my butcher son was the one who's like, mom, you don't like that. And I was like, Oh, that's it. So anyhow, but yes, just add all your sausage seasonings to that ground pork as you're browning it. And as soon as it's all brown, you put, you could put, um, I'd usually do like two pounds of that for our family. And then a whole head of cabbage, sometimes two heads because it cooks down so much. And we like to have leftovers for lunch, especially now I only have five kids living at home. So we don't have to make usually as much as we used to have to. Um, And coarsely chopped cabbage, throw it in there, put a cup of water just to add a little liquid so it can steam, put the lid on and let the ca- cabbage kind of soften. And then you don't really season it yet because the adobe or liquid aminos, Bragg's liquid aminos is the soy sauce um, that we use. And it, you just put a couple of squirts in there. So how much is that? <laughs> You'll have to measure Probably and write it down two. for all of us scientists <laughs> out there. Exactly. Probably two to four tablespoons is okay. what I'm guessing. I'm okay. guessing. Put that in there just to season it. And so that is so salty that you don't really ha- usually have to put any other seasoning, but you could, you know, salt and pepper to taste at the end. Um, but that's literally it because it that cabbage like cooks down, it's like sweet and delicious and the cabbage and it's... It's just like an egg roll. Oh, I usually chop up an onion in that too, but it's not necessary, but it just kind of, especially if you have any onion, onion haters, it doesn't, they don't know because it's all mixed up with cabbage. And so. you
0: do that with the ground beef. You brown it with the ground, the ground, beef? ground pork do, or the ground pork. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If you're going to add the onion,
1: um, you can put it in. It, with it really, the cabbage. yeah. With the cabbage, it okay. doesn't matter. There's really play. not an order. I mean, you can just throw this all in cause it all kind of, it really cooks down and there's not a lot of liquid. I mean, really not a lot. It's not like a soup or anything. So it cooks down and then as soon as that cabbage is done, um, and soft, you just serve it over rice or not, you know, my husband, I, we will try to eat low carb. So that's like a really great meal Mm -hmm. too. Oh, Um, that sounds delicious Anyway, so fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That is
0: a quick weeknight. Start to
1: finish. You know, you're talking 20 to 30 minutes. I definitely will post. Ooh. And shortcut for that one is just buying coleslaw, the bags of coleslaw,
0: the pre-shredded cabbage. Yep. Do you do ain't the angel hair, the fine, or I mean, either one? Whatever. Or whatever right
1: is, you know, on sale. Right. Oh, I will often buy have several bags of that um, shredded um coleslaw already. I mean, like every time I go to the grocery store because we'll use it one way or another. Mm-hmm. If we cook it down or not. Yeah. I love so, that. Anyway, there's another oh, the recipe, so but it's many very fun. fun. I know.
0: And it sounds like pretty easy recipes to yeah. create yeah it's not it's not going to be it's kind of too name hard of our for game. the new cook <laughs> yes yeah so i love it it's great all right well thank you so much for coming today yes. thank, thank you. you for having me i'm so glad you came we have so many fabulous tips and recipes and things to share so go to comeoverfordinner.com where you can find it all there